Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? We have TK Bay on the episode, and to any of you out there who have been following along, yes, I was supposed to have Jaime on this episode. After all, he and I were together to film the iPhones. He got the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro. I just got the 12 Pro. And what was funny was that uh, he picked his up, and I got mine shipped, uh, which meant that I had to wait all day while Jaime worked on his phones. <laughs> so if you watched our respective videos, uh, of course, on Pocket Now and then also on my channel, youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara, you can kind of see how the saga played out. In any case, we do talk about the iPhone 12 Pro here, and mainly I asked TK why he wouldn't go for the 12 or the 12 Pro. He is opting for the 12 Pro Max, and I just asked him, why does he hate the iPhone 12 Pro so much? Obviously, we're joking there, but he does give some perspectives on to why he did not go for the current iPhones that are available before the Mini and the Pro Max are available in about a week or so. From there, we talk about a device that I think not a lot of people even have the privilege of having. TK is sitting with a Huawei Mate 40 Pro, and very few of us here in North America, let alone the US, are able to actually have this phone, and he is currently doing content on it. So get into the show notes and make sure you follow his channel so you can see all of the content that he is doing with this particular device, which of course does not have Google services on it. So we talk about how this phone works in a post-Google Huawei world. With all that said, we're going to get into to this episode right now uh, with TK Bay. Welcome to the latest episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Enjoy. I was actually talking to Jaime last week when we were together working on the iPhones, and I mm-hmm. told him, you know, I to our listeners who might be wondering why is this episode coming out later? What happened to Jaime? You said he was going to be on. Guys, this is like the this is a perfect example of just how crazy life has been. Um, and how little control we have over our own even mental right now. Yeah, I was with Jaime for an entire day on Friday after we got our iPhones. And we just were not able to make the time to record the one-hour podcast. As, as down as Jaime always is, there's just so much going on. And some keen viewers might even notice I haven't been able to do much content on the YouTube side for PocketNow either. Because... Let's put it this way. If I get burned out on one channel, then it's hard for me, right? It's hard for me to work on both. It's multiple channels can, I feel like sometimes we, we can reach that limit faster Mm -hmm. because it, it multiplies the effect and you're right. Yeah. If you hit, if you hit a a certain challenge, if you feel stress on one side and not necessarily stress in that sense, but like, you know, there's work and it needs to be done and you're doing it and and at the end of the day, your your body kind of gets into that. Well, I created something. I did something already. We we achieved the goal. You know, can we rest now? Kind of like it wants to go into that downward and you need to keep pushing through it. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, I, I had my own challenges today. And, and like I said, I, I produced sometimes for three channels and I produced for one and, and I'm I'm still at some point going to have to sit down and edit two more videos. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I and what I was telling Jaime was um, because since Jaime has been um, in his transition from being in South America to being back in New York, um, yeah. and he and I were able to get together um, to like get the iPhone stuff done, uh, I told him I need to buy TK and Nigre so many meals for being such reliable guests for the podcast and this is yet another example like here we are it's fun and i and i appreciate you oh you know thinking of us uh and and yeah nick nick and i are i'm sure are very grateful to to get to hang out man we we don't we don't do enough of that if anything else that's that's a good way for us to hang out it's virtual but we get to talk 
Yeah, indeed. Um, so it's yeah. it's the end of the work day on a Monday. Um, so this is a be, this will be a good way for you to decompress. I get to get the podcast done. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna probably release the audio at like midnight tonight, just so it's just so it gets out there. But mm-hmm. anybody who's listening right now, like this is the struggle that we have, and it's. You know, it's 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 not that any of this stuff is like particularly hard. It's just with the current circumstances, it's hard to get into a certain rhythm mm-hmm. uh, when obviously we're what eight months into a worldwide quarantine, and it's just taken such a toll that we don't really realize until until it finally presents itself in some sort of manifested way. Um, so that's what this past weekend was. Um, not only with the iPhone coming out, but also with today, like trying mm-hmm. to get stuff going. It's been, you know, it, it's 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 a crazy time as usual. And it's a cliche thing to say with every show. But yeah, that's where we are now. <laughs> I um, I definitely need a vacation, but I don't I can't go anywhere. So my vacation would still be here. So yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if a staycation would be worth it. Like if I just stayed at a hotel, like in a in a nearby city. You know what? I, I'm, I'm that 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 idea alone is becoming very very appealing, <laughs> very much. Just to be just like slightly change the environment because we're used to traveling. This is the other problem, not a problem, but like at least it was part of the part of the things that we do. At least for the last few years or so, for me, I've enjoyed you know every few months, like within a month or so, I'd be somewhere. So you know, uh, it's it's hard. Like last year, uh, we had San Diego, we had uh, Maui, we had other things going on. We, I was in uh, in Germany last year for the May 30 Pro launch event. There's a whole bunch of things going on. You know, uh, I, I appreciate the, 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 you know, the, the work that we get and then Techtober is coming to an end. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just, you know, one thing after another and the month mm-hmm. is not over and we still have a few things to go. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Let's just say it's a challenge. So on the outset of the show, and we will talk iPhones, and actually TK is one of the literal few people in the U.S. holding a Huawei flagship, and we are definitely going to talk about that near the end of the episode, or as the back half of the episode. That pearl color, I like to call it, it just changes color in the- That upside down iPod you're holding right now. Um, Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Shuffle, shuffle, right there. Yeah, look at that thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I loved seeing people's tweets about that. Like, it looks like the click wheel. Um, Okay, so a couple of housekeeping, not really housekeeping, but just a couple of things. I have this platform to be able to talk to thousands of people. So I just want to say, like, I hope everyone is taking care of themselves. Right now, um, even though it's fall, the Santa Ana winds have created fires again. And hopefully some of our friends that we know in Orange County slash Irvine are okay. But it it's it's very scary and I, I just want to send send some thoughts out to to those people. Hopefully your homes are safe. Hopefully you are safe, most of all. Um so just take care of yourselves as much as possible. Did the Santa Ana's like get really crazy in your in your neck of the woods? St- still yeah, still is. Uh we didn't uh, luckily no no fires at least we normally are prone to fire in the more the northern part of LA County. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, no crazy wind. Crazy wind. Like in the, my backyard is like a mess. Like somebody just walked in there with a massive leaf blower and just shoved everything everywhere. It's um I woke I mean, up we knew to it. It was, coming. it was nuts, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh garbage bins are falling, a whole bunch of things. It's uh it's just it's typical. We we get used to it. Um at least here in our in our valley and in the neighboring valley, but so yeah, no. What I was trying to round up before is, is it's it's hard to believe that even with a cold front, Santa Ana, with the winds, we're still getting fires, and it's end of October and fire season's not over. So it's yeah. crazy. 
It's 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 really nuts. So I saw some people that we actually know in the tech mm-hmm. space uh, posting Absolutely. on Instagram. So hopefully you guys are all taking care of yourselves. Um, but yeah. I was actually in Irvine yesterday, but it was mm. before this kind of started. It was uh, we went there. Uh, we actually went to Long Beach, went to Irvine to check out the area. There's uh, and then on the way back, or actually this morning, my wife was like, "Hey, did you hear what happened in Irvine?" I'm like, "What happened?" It's like, "Oh, there's some fires starting." I'm like, "Man, we were right there." But yeah. yeah. It's tremendously well. close to neighborhoods, and it's – I, I as, as people know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I literally was in that situation not too long ago. Absolutely. And so I, I just want to extend, uh, extend thoughts and prayers to those people. Um, yeah, you went to Irvine yesterday. I went off to San Diego um, mm-hmm. the, uh, to test out a camera that is still under embargo, so I won't say the name. But the, um, I, I went down there to test a camera, and it was funny that just – Tiki and I were talking before the show that there's still this sort of level of anxiety that we have, even mm-hmm. just being around people. Um, no matter how much people might be taking precautions and whatnot, it just takes one, maybe two people that are walking around without a mask on for you to feel like, oh, crap, what am I doing here? Um, Absolutely. And and, so. and Irvine is very different. Than, so Orange County for us here, uh, for where I am in Los Angeles County, is very different. Their rules, their regulations are different than where we are. So uh, their malls are open. There's a lot more people out there. It, it's just different environment. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I... It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You come back and you're like, man, I should have just stayed home. Yeah. And I just want to put all of this out there because I hope that everybody who's listening, no matter where you are in the world, that if you are going through these sort of mental hurdles or if you're just trying to like, if you're just trying to tackle all of these things mentally, like we, we do the same thing. Like we might mm-hmm. be able to push out content or we have to, in this case, reschedule and to figure it out later on. Uh, it is still something that we wrestle with so i just i want to take the opportunity at least for a few minutes to let everybody know there's a lot of crap going on for us as well and we just hope everybody is able to take care of themselves in one way or another just like we are trying to which is why stuff like this podcast are important to us it's important to us to be able to spend time together and if you get something out of us just talking i've gotten a lot of people tell me for a different podcast that it's really nice to just have the podcast on and it's as Mm -hmm. if you're listening to your two friends talking in the other room absolutely absolutely (laughs) yeah the the just the sheer feeling people around you just background and stuff and you can tune in and out listen to it and you know just kind of be part of the conversation that way which is good yeah i I like podcasts that's one of the main benefit i love about them and watching them um even being part of them uh i mean the saturday morning show is by far my therapy session (laughs) It's a two-hour therapy session with my friends. We get to chit-chat, talk tech, and you know, uh, talk about you know drama here and there, and a few people kind of razzing each other and stuff like that. It's literally like a, uh, it's evolved into this friendship thing, and and I feel like I understand. Yes, in a in a way, uh, like your podcast with Isa, it just feels seriously like we're sitting in, and in the background, you guys were just chit-chatting. Yeah, it's a nice little uh, you know uh, background kind of thing, and uh, you know, and just seeing the little nuances, little inner, inner communication levels with you know with your friends. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like uh, we do our best to get the podcast out whenever we can. So I just want to put that out there for people as well. You still will get sure. us chilling out every week and whatnot. And on, on the topic of Jaime, I will ma- I will do my best before Thursday. I think. Um, to get him on Instagram live for one yep. of those half hour Q and A. So at the very least, we're able to finally get Jaime back on the, on the episode. It's just, I wanted to let people know, even though he and I were together working on the iPhones last week, it was just, 
that was all we focused on. And granted, I had to wait for mine <laughs> because I did shipping and that's definitely something I shouldn't ever do ever again. But it's just, okay, my mindset, honestly, was just that why would I want to go to the store what, uh, during COVID times? But then I had to go there anyway because that was where Jaime was picking his up. So I was just like, oh, well, I should have just done this. And you know what? Hindsight I, is twenty twenty. always, always. Oh, 100%. And there are a couple of other aspects to that that I will talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, it was just so funny because like they the protocols were actually quite nice. You know, every, uh, they had their Apple masks on. They, um, I, I, I even asked them, "Do you sell the Apple masks?" Because I would absolutely get one. And they're like, "No, you have to be an employee. Um, so if you want an application, you can grab one in the back." I'm like, "Oh, get, no, <laughs> no, thanks." Go through the whole process. You say, "Thank you. Hey, congratulations. You got employed. Uh, you start on Monday. Here's your mask. Thank you very much. Here's my letter. Thank you. I resign now. Bye bye." <laughs> and what's funny is the gentleman who helped Jaime pick up his items, and Jaime picked up a few accessories uh as well uh he recognized us uh and was just like yeah i watch you guys' channel all the time it's really great to, to see you and whatnot and this was um and he was he was very cordial and very nice i do want to give a shout out to the first person who helped jaime when we when we first got in there um mm-hmm. it was a blind completely blind gentleman but oh. he had the, I think he had AirPods in. He did have AirPods in, but I think what he was doing was he had the accessibility features on on his iPhone so that mm-hmm. when he was pressing things, he would be told what he was tapping on. So those are the accessibility. If anybody doesn't know, that's how TalkBack works on Google mm-hmm. and on Android and on iOS. Um, man, his the process was seamless. This guy was such a professional and yes. I just want to give a huge shout out to, to to that guy. I don't know if he'll listen or if anyone at that store who might have seen us at the store is listening, but shouts out to you guys at the Apple store. Like, great opportunity for someone like that. And he did a great job. He deserves a lot of praise. Um, so here's how I'm going to do, do, uh, I'm gonna dovetail into the iPhone discussions. And this okay. is what the name of the episode will be because I got to get a little clickbaity with this. Um, <laughs> why, why does TK Bay hate the iPhone 12 Pro? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> you, you had to jump into this. Okay, I I personally prefer because you don't have the, an iPhone. Like this would be one of those episodes where the well, two of us would be talking about our devices. It but. would be nice. Yeah. So I just for rec for the record, I do have an 11 Pro. Yes. Max. It always is the max. Mm-hmm. My phones need to be a certain size. I'm not trying to say I have massive hands. That is not the conversation. But. I like to have, or I like to enjoy the feel of what used to be called a phablet, right? We, at one point in that in time, we used to call anything 5.5 inches or bigger a phablet. Mm-hmm. Why? Don't remember. But I like having bigger displays. I like generally the bigger the, the bigger versions always come with bigger batteries. They always come slightly with better displays, and they're always the, the ones that come with these special features or those unique features. The example for me would be you know like with the S twenty Ultra. The S twenty Ultra had the obviously the higher end cameras, but it also had the five thousand milliampere battery. It also had the forty five watt charge. So to me, those are the features that I tend to levit- you know gravitate to. Also, I'm the guy who uses a fold. Mm-hmm. As a daily driver. Speaking of phablets. Yeah. So like literally the tablet and a phone kind of concept thing. So it's not that I don't personally like the 11 Pro. Sorry, the 12 Pro. is just I feel like the 12 Pro Max would be a better fit for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I used to use – I mean I like the fact that iPhone or Apple or even just generally smartphones in general – 
are starting to adopt the smaller body with a bigger display, smaller bezel. So they're trying to fill the actual unit to give you more display in, in a smaller form factor. But that still fits into that smaller form factor. The, the Pixel 5 for me is a great device, a beautiful display. But I feel like I wanted the Pixel 5 XL. You know what I mean? I always want that bigger form factor. So uh, nothing against the Pro, <laughs> the 12 Pro. Uh, and, and that, I mean, I did end up skipping the entire first uh, first part of the pre-orders. I'm waiting for the, I think was it November 6th is when the pre-orders open up for the Pro Max? I think Max. so. And that was, and, when, that and, was and, where my thought came the, in. Because yeah. you messaged me, I think it was on Saturday. Yeah. And you were just like, dude, do did, I, like, should I even get this? Or you were like... You were you were you were you were deliberating on whether or not you should I, get I it. was I was because so what happens is okay Friday if you, if you guys are if you guys are familiar with the way Apple or I, Apple products do there's a vacuum that happens around Apple right whenever the uh, you know the uh, the the uh, the launch event for uh, for iPhones right nothing else happens that day other than just talking Apple well Friday was also Apple Day because that's when everybody that pre-ordered the 11 Pro or sorry the 12 Pro and the 12 got them. So everything on Instagram, everything on Twitter, everything on YouTube was Apple. And I felt like I missed a boat. That's what happened by Saturday. I felt like, what did I do? Why was I, what What? What was wrong with me today? I was up at five. I could have pre-ordered it. I had the thing. And I even went in and I looked at it. I had it in my shopping cart. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'll go for the, Pro Max, the, the 12 Pro Max. That's the one I want. That's also the one with the bigger, you know, battery, but also has the better uh, sensors. It's a 6.7 inch display or 6.71 or something to that effect. So to me, as opposed to 6.1, it's a, it's a consist, it's a decent, uh, uh, you know, increase in size. It's not mm -hmm. like a, a slight difference. Um, and then of course you get the best sensors. So the Pro Max and the Mini are what I feel like are the most unique. And isn't that so funny though? Because like the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro, they mm -hmm. are literally last year's phones, mm -hmm. just slightly updated in very key ways. 5G, um, of course. Uh, boxier design, which I have to say is probably my favorite part about this phone. Like yeah. the the old iPhone 4, 5, 5C design. I, I was going to say, exactly. They, they went back to that, re, the, one of their best features, uh, which what I think a lot of people fell in love with the iPhone back with the uh, iPhone 4. Mm -hmm. It's that. It's the 4, the 4S, and the 5. I I really like it. And it's one of, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's the, it, okay, like I said, 5G, updated mm -hmm. design, um, yep. slightly updated camera but really not much i like i said i went to san diego yesterday and i did take some pictures with this phone the experience is very similar and i just can't really wrap my head around like if i was if i was a long-term iphone 11 pro user mm -hmm. um would i really feel like this is an upgrade that i'm looking for and a part of me is thinking not really um, i think it's really meant more to the i i feel like at least for the for the xs uh, generation mm -hmm. of iPhone totally. users, so it's it's literally a two year kind of a don't because it, it, the design, with the exception of the box here, because once you put a case on it, realistically, the design looks very similar, right? You have a flat display, you have the camera bump on the back, on the back, and if you're not getting the uh, the Pro Max, you're not getting the uh, I think it's the Pro Max has the quad camera setup as opposed to the triple camera, or is it? No, it's th they're they're all triple cameras, but the the difference essentially what you're getting essentially from an aesthetical look is the new colors, but 
still feel like it's you're not missing out this still generates some of my best b-roll footage that i've used and i use this for b-roll more than anything 4k 60 consistent beautiful on the front on the back on every sensor um time lapse videos a lot of those things work beautifully on them so for me that wouldn't be the reason why i would re re recommend the the 12 pro or the 12 pro max i would recommend those phones for somebody that's either a going from an se or going from an 11 uh, and that want an upgrade this year go for the you know 11 pro that's not it, a bad deal because there's the same size the 12 and the 12 pro are the same size i which i find funny actually because normally when you see like a max model or an xl mm -hmm. model they they pick very specific things to upgrade and it's usually just the it's usually just the battery and the display. The problem yeah. here that I have, which is such a begrudging thing at this point, is I I enjoy one-handed usage on a phone, which is why I usually go for the Pro and not the Pro Max. Mm -hmm. And I felt very comfortable in that choice last year with the 11 Pro. And now we have updated sensors, an actual shifting sensor in one mm -hmm. of the uh, in, in the camera. Um, that way, stabilization is even better. And it's and on top of that, of course, the larger screen and the larger battery. These are compelling reasons to go for the bigger display for the bigger phone for the Max mm -hmm. model. And I'm still, I hate that I'm I might end up getting all of them. And it's it it really it really it really irks me as even as a creator that I feel yeah. the sort of like compulsion to have to get the biggest phone that I don't like because that's the one I should be testing the most. Because when so I think about it, the 12 Pro and the 11 Pro are so similar that this mm -hmm. review is going to feel kind of boring. It's really the 12 Pro Max that everyone's going to be like wondering how good is that phone. And and I feel like Apple is banking on that, but it's you know, but I also feel like the the, the twelve mini is also kind of a unique experience, Agreed. right? I don't feel so, quite as bad getting the mini. <laughs> no, no, and I and I think the mini is because it's it's new. I think that's maybe the, the the new thing. This is one of the this is the first year that we've seen where Apple finally went with five devices in one year. We have the SE twenty twenty, we have the twelve mini, 12, 12 Pro, twelve Pro Max. I mean, it's a long line of devices that they're putting out so they're definitely putting out the scheme and and i think the se is a still to this even with all the new iphones released i still feel like it has its own spot on its own mm -hmm. because it fits into that nice little 350 kind of like price point it's really nice but i feel like i want to see what is the mini that step down from the 12 right so that smaller form factor all of the 12 features but in a smaller form factor how does that fit so that's the intriguing part for me. So that's why I feel like it's nice, but I also feel like the Pro Max this year has more unique features than just the Pro. It's not just a bigger version of the 12 Pro as opposed yeah. to just being a bigger version. I, I just honestly hate that they did that. It's the first time they've ever done it. and It is. They took a page from Samsung. I, I, I've said that to people before. Like I Seriously, you, for them to take something from Sammy is to do this, like, okay. But it's That's but you know what I give I give Apple a little bit more um, I have a little bit more faith in Apple that the that the features they put in the most expensive model will actually end up being fun and useful. As oh, opposed, absolutely! As opposed to Space Zoom, for example, on the Ultra. I, um, <laughs> I we okay for everybody that loves seeing those demonstrations those demonstrations are pure capabilities that you know you probably see and you never use again. Nobody ever takes a picture for that far. It doesn't really produce the content that you think it will uh the reality though i mean even if we, we're at some point we're going to be talking about this here here this has a telescopic lens that gives us five times optical zoom 
that's the, the Mate 40 that, that, Pro. Yeah, the Mate the Mate 40 Pro has that, and and we've seen it with other versions of Huawei devices before. But those are functional things that you can use. That five times X, the five X zoom, is actually usable. Five X, the image is actually clear on the other end, not fuzzy and grainy as you're looking at it. So to me, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Apple, if anything, will definitely make sure to take care of their uh, their product. I just wish that all of the features they announce will be available on day one as opposed to being released later, which is what they typically do. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so the other one other thing, it's, it's kind of a funny sort of side uh, complaint that I have is mm-hmm. that as much as I enjoy the fact that iPhones have such good accessory support, I really mm-hmm. think Apple drop the ball on first party accessories for the current 12 and 12 pro when Jaime and I were at that Apple store and we were looking at all the different accessories, we were very underwhelmed by Apple's own. They have a silicone case that Mm -hmm. takes MagSafe. That is MagSafe compatible. Yeah. But there were also a bunch of other cases that were being displayed for like the 11 and the 11 pro from mm-hmm. like OtterBox and from Spigen and all these things, they looked amazing and they were really cool. Meanwhile, the ones that were like for the MagSafe, like this one, what, who thought this was a good idea? Like, look at this case. It's a clear case, which is what I wanted. Yep. I, I want a clear case because I want to enjoy the color of my phone. But then they put this like circle here just to make it very clear. Hey, it's a MagSafe thing. There are magnets in that little circle. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But who does who does this serve? And I, I feel really gypped because when I ordered all this stuff at five in the morning on a random damn Tuesday or Monday, I'm trying to remember what day it was. Yeah, whatever day it was. But it was 5 a.m. in the morning, which it's like yeah, for us. It was 5 a.m. Like, for us in L.A. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't thinking. All I was doing was cart, 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 buy. So I got the 12 Pro. I got the mm-hmm. MagSafe charger, which I'll talk about in a second. And then I got this case just because I was like, yeah, let's just get this case because it's the most unique looking one. Otherwise, it's just a silicone case with a color on it. Exactly. I deeply regret this. This is a $39 case. This is the most useless case I've ever used in my life. It's, well, I, I, okay, a piece. But the, the, I, to, their, to their credit, and I, if, I was, if I was the guy at the other side, let's say I was at Apple and I'm trying to put together a case that for the clear, you know, for the people that appreciate the color of their devices, I'm not sure what they could have done on the back other than putting a logo of some sort, maybe an Apple logo or something. Put nothing. Put, That's my point. Because this, this serves nobody because the because, MagSafe charger actually connects to the phone without a case. So which, what the it, hell is this for? <laughs> This is what I what they call my friend um, telling other people that you have an iPhone 12. That's all this is. This is status yeah, symbol, my friend. It is. If this was back in Lebanon, okay, because this is, I'll, I'm not gonna deny that people, you know, my my my, my friends and family in Lebanon, if, if they were watching this uh, or listening to this, they would say, yes, there is a status symbol that comes with iPhone. When you have a case like that, it tells everybody because you can't tell the phone has MagSafe without something that tells you that it has MagSafe, right? It doesn't look that different. I mean, how different does your phone right now, ca- back a camera sensor, look like from this? It just Not has that. Right. Yeah, you have to look closely for that light. That's sensor. what I'm trying to say. Is if I was on the phone making a call like this, you would have no idea that I'm on a. Yeah, the bump is very different. You could see that here, but I'm saying is for most people when it's on a case. So Apple is very, very clearly trying to make sure that others know that you're you're cool 
which I get. (laughs) I know that that's the like that's the weird. I I don't think Apple tries to do that. It's just what it's 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 what the fandom created. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's they realize it's something that people look forward to, but I think they should. What I would probably say is this: I think at some point or another, you're probably going to obviously see the other third party, and that's the biggest thing about uh, the iOS or Apple's ecosystem is that they have a massive massive following of third-party accessories mm-hmm. that are going to be i mean they're already flooding the the market so there's no there's not going to be any shortage of clear stylish cases that you're going to be able to enjoy without maxi i mean without the ring i mean hashtag not sponsored but like i would not have been this upset if i didn't already get a dbrand grip for the yeah, but see, that's a better case it is a better case, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and it still takes Mac safe. Yeah. <laughs> it still works. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Max Weinbach, our, our buddy Max, uh, proved that apparently Mac safe works on the Z Fold too. Yes. So the it's Z Fold ju- two is Mac safe is uh, compliant. It's as well. really just a Qi charger with a magnet. I know. That's all I know. it is. But um, it's it's putting the word Mac safe on it. It's because they dropped the Mac safe on their uh, on their Apple uh, on their MacBook Pros. That's why. It, true. Uh, so there's two things about the MagSafe that, um, well, three things. The first thing is something that you and I have already talked about, where mm-hmm. um, the wallet is, it's interesting, it's convenient. I'll give them credit for making the wallet. I, I like did you the pick car. One up? I did. I, um, okay. It's not arriving until around the time the Pro Max goes on sale. Oh, um, by the time your wallet is empty. That's good. You, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just going to put just my ID. It'll <laughs> be the ID. No cash to put. What happened? Oh, the credit card. They called. They canceled. It's just my no. ID and my library card. That's it. Um, not that I even have a library card. But I was going to uh, spot- no Starbucks nah. card? Nah, I don't really use that stuff. Actually, you know what? Uh, if I do, it would be... Inside. Uh, it would be yeah, tab. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the the thing is, the wallet I'm intrigued by because I like the color of the wallet, and it's just something. I got the California Poppy one, and like mm-hmm. I said, I'm, I'm I rep California no matter what. Um, go Dodgers! But the 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 wallet, I I get the convenience of it. There are going to be times where I might put a couple of things in there. The only thing that I would use it for consistently is my business cards. That's it. That's not a bad um, idea. That's, exactly. That's a good, yeah. I, I still want my actual cards and IDs to be in a more secure place. Um, so we've already talked about that. Like, imagine yeah. the people going to the club and they get their phone stolen, or really, just someone could just snap it off. And someone already demonstrated that if you put your phone in your jeans with the pot with the wallet, and your your jean pocket rubs on the wallet, the edge, it'll snap yeah. it off. That in my mind, that's the first thing that, that jumped in my mind when you see something that is magnetically connected, because that inevitably will happen. You're at a club, you're at a very busy place, you're somewhere where there's just too much for you to focus on, and you're trying to you're putting it in there. You think it's in there. Your phone makes it into your pocket, but your wallet or your you know your ID and your card or whatever is somewhere else, yep. and it's easily easily lost. So this is going to yeah. have the same exact situation that the AirPods had at first, where people mm-hmm. were like. Oh, easily lost because it's a whole new category of product that people don't really know. They don't have the muscle memory or the habits exactly. and needed to like secure them. Um, so it's going to be the same thing with the wallet. It's going to be the same thing with the MagSafe charger, all that stuff. But I will say the MagSafe charger, if this is a, do you think this is actually, some people are saying this, do you think this is actually a glimpse into the future of a wireless uh, iPhone? I mean, so wireless is becoming more and more, I, I, okay, if we were maybe about a year and a half ago, I probably would have said no way. I don't think the the reality of, the, of a portless phone is not something that I think it's going to happen realistically. But 
um, and, and not that I keep wanting to bring it back to Huawei, but it's mostly because they're the latest and greatest also when it comes to wireless. Uh, they just released the 50 watt charger that comes with this. 50 the watts. The thing is, that 50 watt charger has like, it needs like a fan, right? Doesn't it have an exhaust? It has a no, no, absolutely. But what, I'm, what I think is essentially from the sense of the speed of charging. Mm -hmm. Huawei's fastest charger in 2019 was a 40 watt charger. That was a wire charger to their, to their devices. Everything ran on you know, Huawei Supercharge. Now the 40 watt charger is a wireless charger for the P40 Pro. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fantastic. We have 50 watt charging and 66 wired. There's no reason why they couldn't drop the actual wire, uh, wired connection and just charge it at 50 watts. And that's still faster than what we had in the past. Um, I think Apple at some point will reach this level once they're able to figure out a way to do this without increasing temperatures, because I think that's the other concern, the battery longevity. The wireless charging inherently has a temperature issue, which it raises the temperature that transfer of energy between the coils generates heat, and that the coil is sitting right on top of your battery. So I see that happening at some point. I, I And I feel like if anybody that would make it mainstream, obviously it would always be Apple. Mm -hmm. um, I see, I think we saw, wasn't it Vivo that put out a phone that there was a concept phone that had no ports? Yep. There and was already, yeah, and that just, you know, gone. Nobody talks about it now. <laughs> yeah, no one talks about it now. Um, as usual with the Chinese companies, they create a concept that either sticks or just doesn't. And that yeah. one kind of didn't. It was it was a concept phone for sure. Absolutely, yeah. But um, I have tried to play games. I've tried to play Genshin Impact with the MagSafe on the back. Mm -hmm. uh, there is some sort of there's a certain security that the magnet does help you feel uh, because mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about it being in a certain spot. Um, you can continue to play or scroll through TikTok or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I, I get that. One thing I will say is that the charger actually has a longer cord than I expected it to have. So I do oh. actually have it on my bed. But now that mm -hmm. you said what you said about the coils and the heat, I'm probably not going to charge it on my bed uh, via the MagSafe charger. Um, I just have it there because I was playing Genshin Impact earlier. Well, speaking of which, sir, do you charge your phones overnight? Or how, how do you do you leave your phone on the charger? Maybe that's a better question. Most I don't. Now that we have such yeah. fast charging, I wake up and if I see that the battery's low, I plug it in in the morning. It's exactly what I, yeah, I, I used to a long time ago, always leave my phone on the charger. And now, no, I'll let it ride the whole night, wake up in the morning, plug it in about an hour and I'm done. But for MagSafe, because it's, I think, 15, right? It's 15 a lot or 18. Slow, yeah. Yeah, it's like, more of a top off, not a charge. For you. Exactly. So I would actually, I would probably move the charger to my desk and just just like snap it on um, yeah. before bed. Uh, I wonder if they start creating certain things like maybe more like desk, uh, um, like stand-up desk. So you basically put it as part of a stand as opposed to just put it flat on the table. I totally, the magnets I, I totally are strong. expect that, yeah. yeah. Um, because they do that with the Apple Watch. I have a couple of like little mounts for the mm -hmm. wireless charger for it. And they're like yeah. cute. One of them looks like a Game Boy and like all these things. So I'm sure that people are going to do that. They're going to find creative oh. ways of adding this in. Exactly. Um, so I get that, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, this whole MagSafe thing, there are a couple of people on Twitter that were saying, like, it's still a magnet. It's going to lose strength over time. Oh, but absolutely. I, I think that plays into the whole, like, disposable, uh, not disposable, um, expendable, expendability oh, of uh, planned tech. obsolescence. It, it, yeah, so yeah, exactly. I like, like to call it plans obsolescence. It's in the plan, everything. It's like line number 55. Yeah. We planned so, this to become useless in 
XYZ. Exactly. I love that term. Maybe that'll be the name of the episode. But the uh, planned planned obsolescence. Apple's <laughs> planned obsolescence. <laughs> obsolescence. obsolescence. Um, so basically, it's been their yeah. plan for years, man. Just see what happens to your old iPhone every time you get a new one. Sorry, <laughs> keep going. Well, I'm just saying that if, if the magnet is meant to die in two years, then that's going to be yet another reason why you have to upgrade to the next phone. So it's like, of course, it was all in the design. It was all by design. By so design. By I'm design. not quite as mad about that whole thing. Um, I want to see where some of these people take some of these companies or third party brands take this magnet on the back, though. There's got to be mm -hmm. some fun ways of messing with this magnet. Like, <laughs> you know, because I have I have a Volta charger that has these little things and like this, this, this tacks on nice and easy. So, like, I'm sure other people are going to find more magnetic type things to put on the back. Um, it would have been. So here's my thing. I would have loved seeing reverse wireless charging with MagSafe. Because then mm. you have third-party accessories that power from it. Imagine the cool things you could do with that. So those are like accessories. You plug it in and suddenly it's being powered by the iPhone. Like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Samsung likes to do these cases that are NFC-powered. It powers them through their NFC tag in the back. Generates enough energy to just give the LED cases power. Um, so I'd love to be able to see things like that on, uh, on Apple's ecosystem. Just a little bit more fun, more quirky, different kind of than just a clean cut look always kind of thing but you know the the product itself is is unique they they're feeding off of the magsafe uh, ecosystem that everybody already has been trying to use because there's already a lot of people that would love to be able to see it and, and i think um you know cases accessories it, this is just a start right the phone just literally became available on friday um and as time goes on i'm sure more and more new innovative campaigns and companies will put together things to make the iPhone look even better. You just made me realize there's is it's is there reverse wireless charging on this? I don't think so. I don't I don't remember uh, seeing Apple's reverse wireless charging. I think it's only wireless but it's MagSafe. Okay. Because uh, if Apple invented wireless charging <laughs> that would have that would have been amazing. Believe that would have been a be, big deal. Yeah, I just that, put that my been on, that would have been on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I just put Apple my Apple just invented reverse wireless charging. <laughs> I just put my AirPods on here and I was like, oh yeah, huh? No wonder I haven't really heard anything about it from any anyone's content. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I, okay. It would it I, would be nice. Yeah. I thought that they did. Oh well. Um, no, no, it, it, but I just to kind of confirm it, I just like I went online, I'm trying to look it up. Uh adopted wireless charging, uh no, Huawei is the one who can, who includes it. Yeah, okay. At least, yeah. No, I would have I would have heard if there was reverse wireless charging. If anything, I watched the event. There was no mention of reverse, but it would be amazing. Yeah, for them to charge their iPhone, uh, their AirPods, or even their Apple Watch. See, like the days blend all together. That like my memories are so weird. Like I I actually incorrectly said in my unboxing video, which was done like very quickly because my phone arrived at five p.m. Um, that the iPhone 11 Pro did not come with a fast cable. In reality, it did. What I did not, what I what I did not realize was that it did not come with a super fast, fast charging brick charger. Yeah, yeah. The bricks are always 18 watts. Uh, they don't. They sell you the faster ones as a separate accessory. That was the thing. So I I I, mis I, I, I misrepresented the cable that arrived with my 11 Pro. I said mm -hmm. that it's nice that a USB C to Lightning cable comes with the 12 Pro. So Which is, actually that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that, but it also the same happened with the 11 Pro. So I forgot. 
is really all. Um, but in any case, uh, that's all of our talk on the iPhone 12 Pro. Um, yes, the Max and the Mini are on their way, so these phones will technically be overshadowed by them uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, and yeah, I mean, in your case, are you going to get Max and Mini, or are you just getting Max? I'm probably going to go with both. Um, I'm Same. not sure if I'm going to keep both, but I'm definitely uh, getting both at launch. So that, those will be the two things I order. And uh, I'm trying to prepare my wallet right now, so I, I need to sell some things. <laughs> sounds good (laughs) i gotta prepare yeah all right cool so we're getting into a quick break and then when we come back i do want to explain um i know that that's an audio podcast but i do want to explain at least to tk who's watching me right now why these headphones i have on are a big deal to me so we'll do that golden headphones yes so i will talk about them after the break Mm, i don't know that one what happened alexa decided to answer she said she doesn't (laughs) know about your headphones man i'm sorry (laughs) Okay, yeah. so uh, I do want to explain these headphones that are on my head. Um, I don't know what the actual FTC term is, but I want to say it's like gifted or like prized product or something. Like it's not is it co- the precious. It's, it's not co- <laughs> the precious. Yes, hashtag the, precious. the hashtag the precious. Um, it's golden. It fits half half of the description. It might. Like, because it's not really sponsored, but I do. But but as Qualcomm told me, I do have to disclose that it was given to me, gifted to me from Qualcomm. So here's what happened: Qualcomm likes to do these fun little events, like 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 TK said at the beginning of the show uh, last year. We every year we see them in Hawaii for the tech summit in Maui and whatnot. Um, we're not able to do that this year, so Qualcomm has actually been doing a lot of outreach with us tech people. Um, sending food, having little meetings with us, having little fun things. And a fun thing recently happened in which we did something of like a trivia night. So they invited a few of us over. Um, people like Thunder E, Board at Work, mm-hmm. and Saf were there. Um, and they put us in teams and we did trivia on the company of Qualcomm itself. Mm-hmm. And they even had some fun other ones in there. Like some of the questions were actually about us. So one person was, well, one of them was like, who. Basically, the answer was the unlocker, David Kogan. So there were there were questions based on that. What we did not know going into it was that um, the prize for the winning team and its members would be these Mont Blanc active noise cancellation headphones. Oh, man. So nice. I, I did a hands-on with these headphones back when we did the Unpacked event in February. Because they just happened to do the meetings in San Francisco at the time. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, nice. So I already did a video on these, and I was enamored with them because the ANC is good. The sound is actually quite great. Surprising that a pen company would actually get a lot of stuff right on their headphones. Um, But the number one thing that they wanted to tout with these $600 headphones, first of all, is that they are the best headphones for travel. That's the reason why I'm wearing them right now. These are literally the most comfortable headphones I've ever used. Oh, uh, even more comfortable than the Sony's? Yes. Or even, or the, yeah, Sony's for me are actually very comfortable. But okay, they wow. are. They are very comfortable, but these mm-hmm. I've been able to wear for hours already. They have memory foam ear cups. And again, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a premium brand. So let me just give you one quick example. When these ear cups finally like lose their softness or whatever the case may be, you can replace them. The replacement memory foam ear cups cost $75 a pair <laughs> it comes with premium you know when when you know when you <laughs> like you know it, it Joshua Vergara is a is a very very high premium 
type of a person. So no, I, I they look nice. They definitely have that very unique. Like I said, I was playing with the whole golden thing kind of uh, look. I, I would angle, have preferred look, the silver lining, but yes, they said yeah. the gold one. Yeah. But still, no, no, it's it's nice, and uh, the foam actually looks like it's conforming to your to your face. It's nice. It's right there. So it's really congrats, man. And congrats for, on winning the challenge, especially for somebody like me that wears glasses. And a lot of the times, the uh, the headphones kind of push the glasses into my head. Absol- absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And one of the reasons why I like these, it's uh, they also are nice, comfortable for extended use. I for monitoring for basically for monitoring headphones. Yeah. So it's it's for long sessions when I'm sitting here editing videos for hours. So. There are a lot of buttons oh. on the side, but another thing I liked about these, like there are two quirks that I want to point out. Mm-hmm. The audio cable, as you can see, I have an audio cable. It's USB-C to headphone. It's not headphone oh. to headphone, which is nice. kind of odd, but it well, means... At, at least they included a cable. I mean, not not every uh, headphones. I mean, um, my gaming he- uh, my gaming headset that I got from... Uh, actually, I forgot my... Um, my uh, Logitech headset doesn't have a headphone. Doesn't have wired connection. It's always on battery. So if the battery dies, I, I have no no choice. This uh, at least you can connect. You can do something. Well, I, I like the ingenuity there because it meant that they did not have to engineer a three point five millimeter headphone jack in the actual headphones. You just use the same USB C port. Um, it's not charging it, but at least you know it's still a cable of some sort. Um, there's also a button for Pixel Buds like functionality with the Google Assistant. Nice. So I can hold this button walkie-talkie style and talk to Google Assistant, which is whenever that feature is included, I love it. Like that's the way yeah. we should so, talk Sony, to Google Sony Assistant. does that too. Sony has the Assistant button on that side with the new ones. Yeah, yeah, I like that as well. So cool, definitely preferred. So yeah, you might see these headphones more often. I personally very much enjoy them. But uh, they have finally eclipsed. Like, I mean, it's it, kind of easy for me to say that a six hundred dollar pair of headphones has eclipsed my other favorites, which are the Surface headphones, which come in at half the price. But yeah, like, um, so yeah, just wanted to say, you know, hashtag kind of sponsored, gifted. I don't know. I think it's gifted. I think hashtag gifted. Is it, the it was gifted in the sense that you won it, which is a different thing. It was. It wasn't gifted as in like, hey, by the way, we have a extra pair. Here you go. More like you competed, you won. Congrats, and you know, uh, glad you know that you found something more comfortable and that sounds good it's hard it's believe me it's hard to find a good pair of headphones even on the expensive side uh there's always a a give there's always something you have to compromise to get and appreciate the other side but yeah totally good um all right so now we can get into for our last part of the show um you are literally one of like four people i know in the u.s that is working with the made 40 pro right now which is a slightly enviable position, but I was hoping you can give us sort of like a snapshot of what this phone is like in a post-Google world. It's a very... There's that initial when you first power it on and you're booting everything up and you're trying to go through, there's no setup for your email. That's like the first sign that obviously it's a different type of experience than a standard, you know, Android device that you turn on. Because every device you turn on that's Android powered, you log in with your Gmail, right? That's like the part of the number one thing to do. Here, that doesn't exist. And then and the experience kind of flows through as there is no Google Play services, as you know, no GMS um, as it stands right now in the current version that we have. It's also not running Android 11, which was the other thing that is very still kind of to, to attribute to that same experience. Um, Are they able running- to build on... They're, the they're, they're delayed. Uh, their, their, their way of upgrading becomes more... Uh, slower let's just say okay. that they're not they're not in the first they're not working with google they're more like reacting to after it's released I see. Uh, but i think 
it, and I and I can't speak obviously on their behalf, what their plans and so on. But we've heard obviously that there are some talks about them working on Harmony OS as part of being their mm-hmm. you know, ecosystem going forward. So that could also be why they're not producing. Uh, they're not focusing too much on moving to the uh, Android 11 and sticking with Android 10, but then moving up to EMUI 11. So they did upgrade to EMI, EMUI 11, bah, EMUI or Emotion UI. It's a tongue twister. Um, so it does ship out with this as opposed to being upgraded to it. Um, setting it up was actually pretty simple. Getting through it, uh, it took me a little bit to kind of remember that I had to set up all my Gmail accounts in an email app as opposed to Gmail. Uh, but then, then that goes. Then you have to get to the point where it's how do you set it up? How do you use the rest of the apps? And how do you do, do your normal things? So how do you download Twitter, Instagram, all my old social media accounts, and so on? Um, they've they've done a much better job on this than I've I would say much better than I've seen when I when the P40 first came out. Uh, pedal search that navigation uh, search fo- uh, button is actually dead center right on the home screen hmm. works perfectly fine. I mean, you could search for the apps and it links you straight into APK Pure. Um, you're able to download and install straight from the from the repository source uh, site, and the applications just work as as intended. Uh, so you know, normal social media, all of those things are in there. Um, I was able to install Chrome. Chrome works fine. Chrome surprisingly does not need Google Play services to run, so that worked fine for me. Uh, I also ended up using Waze for Maps as opposed to using Google Maps, but that also kind of worked for me. So I'm not too bad on it. Uh, the one thing that I'm still trying to figure out how to get it working correctly is my uh, app, managing my channel. Uh, I need Studio. Yeah. And that are you is able heavy. to go through a browser for that? I am able to. Yeah, but the it's more cumbersome. It's the tabular, you know, like we have to pinch and kind of click and swipe and go all over the place. Um, I do have an accessory that I'm working on a video, the uh, next doc that's making life a little bit easier for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. So next doc, as you guys, if you guys are not familiar with it, essentially is a dock, a laptop looking type of an, ex- uh, uh, an accessory that doesn't have any processing power or GPU or anything. It runs off your phone where EMUI, um, as this is running EMUI desktop and with the other devices from uh, Huawei, you can just plug it in. And then now you have a much bigger display and you can open up the browser and then, yeah, then Studio works perfectly for me because then it's mm-hmm. desktop. I have mouse. It's, and it's just a browser at that point. Exactly. Yeah. It's no different than me using it on my PC. Yeah. Um, so it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it also has the factor to do with the. I, this is not my first device from Huawei that doesn't have GMS. Uh, we've both seen Honor devices uh, ever since. I think was it the Honor. I want to say the Honor 20 since last year when, mm-hmm. when the original uh, that was when know, the ban happened it was as we were leaving that's mm-hmm. how it was we were all going there and there's like as I'm getting on the flight then I hear the news and I'm like oh, I wonder how this is going to affect the trip um, and it did in a big way uh, so for me, I've gotten used to being, you know, when I think of Huawei, I think of Honor devices right now, I think of automatically app gallery, pedal search, and, uh, you know, secondary applications. And I already know that most of the social media apps work perfectly fine. Uh, even Netflix works perfectly fine. You just download the app, the APK from either WhatsApp's web- website or Facebook's website or, uh, you know, uh, I think it was it Netflix has its own download as well. So it works. So I think overall, the cameras are great. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what, what about the, because I know that one of the big things that people say when it comes to Huawei devices, since we don't get GMS, since we don't get to use Huawei, like Huawei's never been able to penetrate the North American market, or rather the mm-hmm. US market, I know that Canada, they have, um, 
what are we missing out on here? Because we usually are. The Honor 30 Pro was a great example of just what we were missing from Huawei as an umbrella company. And mm -hmm. now we have this interesting looking phone that kind of, like I said, it looks like an upside down iPad, but yeah, <laughs> the click wheel. Which I gotta say, it's an interesting design design aspect. Um, but yeah, it's very. So just for reference, though, uh, for for our viewers, it's not that different than last year's design. It's just that because they decided to go with that open space in the center, which makes it look like a click wheel. Um, if you guys are, I don't know if you're gonna. There's gonna be a video side of this. Uh, so this is the Mate 30 Pro and then Mate 4, uh, Mate 40 Pro. The design didn't change much. They're still both circular cameras. It's just that they created that little click area or that open space in the middle. So yeah. to me, uh, going from the 30 to the 40 was a natural progression. The waterfall display is beautiful. Um, I, I would, I, I'm, a, I'm very happy. At least at this time, they included a case which they didn't include oh, last nice. year with them. It, for some reason, you review unit at least the ones for me that I've received from Huawei. They always miss the case. It's almost mm -hmm. like it's not a retail unit. Uh, so the case makes it easier so that you don't have any accidental touches. The, the display looks really nice. Um, I just got a notification from Instagram. So, you know, things like that. Uh, cameras are really nice. Slow motion was super nice. We took it to the uh, aquarium of the Pacific uh, and we went into the lorikeets, uh, the little bird exhibit that they have in there. And then they, there was a one point where the birds were going back and forth really fast. And I turned on the slow-mo. I didn't turn on the 920, uh, 960 frames per second. I turned on 480 only, but... You did not turn on the 960. You turned on... Was it 240? Sorry, I, I kept... It's the 480, the, the 716, yeah, 16 times slow, which is essentially the 480, the default mode when you turn on slow-mo. Uh, I just, in my mind, I didn't want to miss the moment and try to play with the settings. I just turned on slow-mo and started to shoot. And um, I posted a video earlier today on the channel, on, my, uh, on TK Bay's channel, um, where I had that clip in there. So if you guys want to check it out, see how how beautiful the the birds are. They're like, at, and just in real life, they're like, like this. They were very fast. And then the camera was like, so nice. Anyways. <laughs> Um, isn't there colors of pop? Isn't there like a far zoom optically on that one? There's a telescopic lens uh, in there that's giving us uh, five times optical zoom. So that's one of the other features. Um, so you have the fifty, the the, the fifty millimeter, well not fifty millimeter, the fifty uh, megapixel sensor, which is the primary sensor that we have in there, um, and then you have three other, two other sensors in there, the telephoto, obviously, or the telescopic, what they call it. Uh, and actually, that one's pretty nice. Uh, there's a good functional way of using telephoto to actually have when it's optically generated as opposed to having it done digitally. Because digital, you can go like 2x and then you're decent. And anytime beyond 2x, you start seeing some concerns, yeah. some pixelations. Uh, this is actually pretty good. The, the cameras, I mean, we have to admit to one thing to this day. Huawei has pushed the camera experience on our phones in many, many generations. Ever since the, the Mate 20 Pro, that first time when we saw a quad camera set up on the back of a phone, uh, that square set up on the back, we started seeing more devices. And even now, iPhones carry triple cameras on the back. So it's appreciated to, to see this. And uh, the other thing is we also have a wide-angle lens on the front, which is really nice, like a wide, an actual wide-angle lens on the front for pictures and for video. Like the one lens is a wide or there's more than uh, one? Well, there's two lenses, but the other one is the 3D face unlock. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it, they went from the notch to the pill drop, uh, the mm. pill shape on the top left. So yeah. where where do you land on um, Huawei's position uh, now, that, now that you're still seeing that they're able to put out such grandiose hardware and all of these features and I think it's a, a big battery. You said that the fast charge, uh, the, the wireless charging is really fast. Oh. Yeah, right. yeah, 50 watts. Uh, so the fastest, 
to date, fastest wireless charging on a phone is uh, the 50 watt chargers. At least for Huawei devices, it's 50 watts. It used to be 40, which is with the P40. Um, now we're up to 50. The wire charger is one watt faster than most other <laughs> chargers on the market. 66, not 65. Um, <laughs> I, it's just hitting that one number. I'm sure it's a decimal rounding up as opposed to round down. But anyways, yeah. um, it actually is pretty fast. Uh, I was testing it just to see how much can I charge my phone in five minutes. And I went up 20% on the battery. So it's crazy. Um, so it, if you've ever... It, I think that's one of the things I was asking you in the past, uh, before is like, do you charge your phone at night or not? Mm-hmm. We don't really need that anymore. You don't. Ne- you never have to. You can put your phone on the uh, on the bed, wake up in the morning. By the time you're done do- making your coffee, having your breakfast, if you eat breakfast or just finishing your coffee, your phone is uh, you know up and running. The uh, Find X2 spoiled me when it came to that as a phone. True. Um, ah, my God, that phone charges so fast. Mm-hmm. You you. That's the one phone that makes the case to you don't need wireless charging. Wireless charging? What wireless charging? Find X2 takes it. Here's the, okay, here's a creator question now that you've brought this up. Yeah. Um, do you still do straight up battery testing? Like, do you actually talk about SOT or anything like that? Because the way that I feel now is because I, as my as a daily user, don't really mm-hmm. think about battery anymore because of how quickly I can charge I don't, it up. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's stopped being a... I mean, I still see people that, you know, like, you know, say, well, how long did the battery last? How, what's your SOT time? I'm like, you know, the reality of the matter is this, okay. Benchmarks are synthetic. They're not true representation of light. They're truly just to push to say, look, this is the maximum throughput you can generate out of a certain device. Yeah. And screen on time is totally the same experience because it's so subjective to your current situation. I can have the best phone on the market, but if I'm in a really bad cell, uh, cell signal area, my battery is going to suck. There's no question about it. That's just something to do with the way the system is set up. It's mm-hmm. consistently looking for signal. So I don't really f- see that as a big benefit. What I try to do, if I do generally mention the battery, is that, look, I pick up my, my phone off the charger, or basically I wake up at 5, put it on the charger. By 6 o'clock, it's done. So if it lasts me from 6 a.m. in the morning till the following 5 a.m. in the morning, and I still have juice left on my phone after my entire day and overnight, then the, any device that I have, I think for me, works perfectly fine. Anything above that is gravy. Um, and the reality is most of my devices, by the time I'm going to the next morning, are around 30 to 5 to 40%. So I'm mm-hmm. not killing them. There's no reason why not. The other thing I will also say, though, um, not with the P40 Pro, Mate 40 Pro, because I haven't tested it out yet. I need to see. Um, generally, too, I also, I also use my phone as my in, uh, in, in-car in navigation. So it's using Android Auto. So it's plugged There's in. Always, so it's plugged in, and mm-hmm. you really kind of like that slight top off. It's not fast charging, but it still kind of gets juice back into the phone, or at least mm-hmm. reduces the, the usage. So... Yeah, no, I I think we are to a point where we don't necessarily need to worry too much about our batteries. I think any battery or any device that runs a, a minimum about four thousand above battery with a with at least any of the latest SOCs, there shouldn't be any reason why you shouldn't be able to last the entire day. Um, if we do end up getting to the to distant future when our devices are portless then maybe that discussion may come back again as to how do we do things and charging speeds and so on and how do we get things going. But 50 watt charging wireless, 66 wired, uh, and of course the brand new Kirin 9000, five nanometer chipset running there. Five nanometer. Fine, everything. So this is this is why we know now, I'm pretty sure when we talk about Qualcomm in the future at some point or another, we may see the, the first you know five nanometer chipset with the A75. Because Apple's already at five, you know, and Kirin's already at five. So it would be interesting if, you know, Qualcomm decides to stick to seven. But yeah. we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll have to see. It's going to be the whole AMD Intel thing, uh, but in the mobile space. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. But it's exciting because the, the uh, Qualcomm's been doing great work when it comes down to mobile computing. So the always-on connected PCs, the uh, like as you said right there, you know, with the with the uh, earphones that you're using, they're using Qualcomm chipsets. Mm-hmm. But it's also with like the um, the Oculus Quest. You know that to me, um, last year's uh, uh, when we were in Maui, I got a chance to try the first Quest, right? And I bought the Quest before I before I got on my flight in the middle of the night when I was coming back home. I had to buy it. It was so good. Like Beat Saber sessions are like my thing now. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, I, I really appreciate what Qualcomm is doing. Uh, the 875, the, the 765 and the 865 have been massively overhauling the entire ecosystem this year. So as far as the uh, Mate 40 Pro is concerned, mm-hmm. with the time that you've yeah. had with it so far, uh, we've had this thought, especially since P30 and Mate 30, that, man, it sucks that we can't have this in more places but mm-hmm. from what i've been seeing not only with what you've said now but also with what some people have been saying in their other content like yes the mate 40 pro is a beast it is still one of the most like well put together pieces of hardware that you could look for and huawei is very known for that but it also doesn't feel like this huge leap the way that the other two were that was just cut at the knees by not having google is it the same with this one do you still think that do you still feel that sort of oh man, it sucks that we can't have this in more places or oh, I wish I, that this was available here. I do wish that this would be available in more places. I, I wish people would be able to experience the different tech that we see from from Huawei. Hmm. It's limiting in, right now, obviously because of the current situation that's going on with the with the availability of GMS and the, just the current you know things that are going on with the systems. Um, I, I'd say this, this is one of those devices that at one point, the Mate line, by the way, was the series that was going to come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. That was the fl- at the time, right before this kind of happened, the CES early in the same year um, was where we were supposed to hear about AT&T and Huawei merging and bringing the Mate series oh, to the yeah. U.S. It was AT&T. Remember that, that we were all sitting at CES, we're going in, and then last minute the presentations got changed. I'm like, what happened? Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I do. I do still wish that people, more people, would be more uh, exposed to it or at least see it. Um, I also hope at some point that we are going to figure out some way to be able to get GMS on this because all the other devices, just for reference, even if you do purchase them without the service, there are other ways. If you Google them or if you just search, there are there are different methods of installing or getting GMS installed. Mm. It's just it doesn't ship with it. Um, the Mate 40 Pro, a uh, little bit of work needs to be done. We're we're not in that position yet. So okay. we still have to kind of work with third-party apps and uh, pedal. Like I said, pedal search and app gallery are definitely filling in the gap, like about ninety-five percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's a, a really odd last question to have? But like, you're using the built-in email app, right? You're not using something yes. else. Yes. Okay. No, no. Uh, it's because I think most people forget that. Um, or at least if they don't real realize it, if you never tried it, um, Gmail by default allows you to use Pop Three Mail apps, mail apps to to actually check your email. So you can actually use Outlook and add Gmail accounts into it on your PC, and you'll be able to check your emails. And the same way you can add your Gmail, uh, your Yahoo. So that was what I was going to say. I would have, I, I would go straight for Outlook because it's actually a yeah. very good app. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, I don't know what uh, what future content you have planned for the Mate 40 Pro. I'm sure you do have plenty. Uh, so okay. why don't you go ahead and let everybody know what to look forward to and also where to find you. 
Absolutely. Uh, so one thing I'm working on right now, I still need to finish editing the two other videos I need to post, uh, but I'm working on the gaming experience. I feel like gaming mm. on, on this is going to be very different. Uh, the Kirin 9000 brand new processor. Uh, also, I forgot to mention, this actually has true stereo speakers. We have two speakers, one on top, one on the bottom. Interesting. Not a stereo, not a stereo with, that's kind of like the uh, Xiaomi Mi 10, the Mi mm. 10 Pro. Remember, like they actually had two speakers in there. Um, so gaming on this will be my, my biggest thing, I think for, for now that I want to focus on, uh, battery testing, I normally would have done, but honestly, it's so fast. It's, it'll be like Misha showing you the three minute video of that. So hopefully more content, please keep it tuned, both Arabic, English, of course, um, TK Bay everywhere, just pray to have in TKBAY and for Arabic content, Tarek, T-A-R-E-K Bay, um, and yeah. And of course I've over at XDA every once in a while, as usual, I moonlight over there. It's a nice place. All right, there we go. TK, thank you so much. Uh, it's now dinner time on a Monday, and I want to thank Absolutely. you for still being on the show, uh, always being a reliable guest for us, uh, and have, making it a good time. Um, all right, cool. Well, we'll go ahead and jump into the outro where you'll you'll hear, and you can, you can hear the links for everybody, but also find them in the show notes. So let's start that outro now. A big thanks to TK Bay for always being such a great guest on the Pocket Now Weekly podcast. Always so reliable, and I'm very happy to have him on every single time. You guys should follow him as well. All of his links are in the show notes, including the link to his YouTube channel, where he does his own podcast slash live stream every Saturday morning. So make sure you follow him there so you can even hear more about the stuff that TK is up to right now. If you're looking to follow me, you can find my links in the show notes as well. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the handle at JVTechT because I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. You can also find me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Joshua Vergara. Uh, from there, you can follow Pocket Now, of course, on all social media at Pocket Now and on PocketNow.com where we have stories every single day. And finally, on the YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Pocket Now where Jaime and myself are working to put out videos pretty much every single day. Uh, from there, thank you so much for listening to the Pagana Weekly Podcast. We will have our post-show-ish Q&A coming up in a couple of days. I'm actually working to get Jaime on there, so he and I are going to get on Instagram, so you can look out for that by following Now on Instagram and getting alerts when we go live for these little half-hour Q&As and whatnot. So look forward to that, and we will see you in our next episode.